Creatures of the night, one in the talking tanker, episode 174 of that encyclopedic exploration, digging of the career of the great professional wrestling character. Oh, tis I'm the Undertaker. My name is Alex Dorio. I want to thank you for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking, and I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy. He has got his Rumble Pack connected for tonight's Oof. show mr travis white we are talking about our very last royal rumble can you believe mm. it sir after all this time starting out in 1991 with the undertaker's first royal rumble we have come to 2017 what a world of change we are about to be in store for from that first world rumble Oh goodness! We definitely won't have quite as many bright colors, that's for sure. But um, we'll Love probably have more, more in-shape bodies as well, too. But <laughs> you know, quite not quite as many future Hall of Famers, probably as well. So yeah, I have not seen this match since uh, it aired in January 2017. Uh, so I'm excited to do this with you. I didn't do any digging beforehand or get any sneak peeks. There's certain things I remember, so I'm I'm stoked for this, man. It's a short build-up, but we got a lot to cover in this short build-up. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. Fun yes, little watch along. Uh, we are doing it watch along style as we have done for these Royal Rumbles. We just kind of experimented with it one time for the 97 yeah. Royal Rumble uh, when you so were good. in town. We were just late at night. We'd already done a couple episodes in person that day. We're just like, let's just let's just goof and riff yeah. this. And <laughs> ended up being one of our favorite episodes. And oh, so yeah. now uh, we went back and did it for the old ones. We've done it for everyone since then. I can't believe it. This is the Undertaker's 11th Royal Rumble. I was trying to come up with some stats for him. I would not have guessed it's been that many, but there you go. This is the 11th time we have done a watch-along for one of his Royal Rumbles. Uh, It's a sign of the times. We're getting close to the end, so it will be the last one, but we are going to have a blast with it. You said there may not be as many Hall of Famers, but this is going to be our first ever interaction between The Undertaker and Goldberg. Uh, A moment we thought would never happen, and uh, we may wish had never happened once we get to that (laughs) match, but uh, it was still exciting here in 2017. And, you know, how fitting that we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble this week on Talking Taker as a way to pay tribute of sorts to the man who created the Royal Rumble. So since our last recording, uh, you know, the episode dropped already after he had passed, but we had already recorded it. But the legendary Hall of Famer, Pat Patterson, the first ever Intercontinental Champion, uh, just one of the most iconic figures in the history of the WWE professional wrestling. And like I said, creator of the Royal Rumble match mm-hmm. himself. Pat Patterson passed away last week, uh, I believe at the age of 79. So, you know, still, you know, he, he may have may have been older but still sad to see such a legend go away um you know we don't 
talk about him and The Undertaker too much. They never had a match together, although he did take one of the most epic choke slams of all time. Always. Back in the Attitude Era. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, Travis, what, what comes to mind when you think of Pat Patterson? Uh, how are you going to remember him? Well, I'm definitely going to remember Bruce Pritchard's impressions of him, which are hilarious to me. But, yeah, just the inventor of the, the brain behind uh, the Royal Rumble. You know, uh, him and Dusty probably the most uh, ingenious when it comes to match uh, ideas, you know, stuff like war games and stuff. Although his is still the test of time, whereas Dusty had some crazy things that didn't make sense. But, you know, just that. And then I was telling you this kind of in text message that, you know, we've talked to you on here about how the Undertaker, there's no one says anything negative about him ever. I mean, and that that just shows his character. Same with Pat Patterson, man. Like I've heard interviews when Pat was alive. He just – no one has ever said anything negative about him in public. I mean, I don't know what there is to say. And, um, you know, uh, just everybody he's he's touched in their lives and how he's he's a great finish guy. You know, they always talk about how he's great at, at putting finishes together. And I remember specifically on this, on Talking Taker, we've covered, um, was it SummerSlam 97, the ending of that match. And I said it on here. I said, I guarantee you Pat Patterson came up with that finish. And um, I believe... I did some research and found out that was a pat finish. So, yeah, just one of my favorite finishes to any match of all time and had Pat's fingerprints all over. So, yeah, that's how I'm going to remember him. And then obviously when I became a fan again in the in the mid-90s, late-90s, him, dude, as a stooge, bro, just just a stooge coming out to Real American, just awesome. So what about you? You've been a fan for longer no. and you have – well, I mean, I certainly didn't certainly didn't grow up with Pat Patterson, the yeah. the wrestler. Uh, but yeah, like you said, the Stooge. Uh, how cool that he got to have that second life, and yeah. uh, we gushed about it. You know, just as he was a periphery character, sort of in the Ministry Ministry of Darkness. You know, he would eat some choke slams every now and then, and uh, get up huge. Him and Briscoe both would sell them like insane mm -hmm. for how old they were. Oh yeah, uh, and I think we said. They really were about as old as like a, a Chris Jericho or R Truth or AJ Styles is now, which is hilarious to think about. Yeah. Not that far off, you know, or yeah. about how old The Undertaker is now, something like that. I don't remember exactly. Uh, but, um, you know, he played that character so well. But I actually read Dave Meltzer's bio that he put up on his website the day after he died and. You know, we've talked. We're not huge Dave Meltzer fans or anything, but it was actually a really well written piece about uh, Pat Patterson. Dave Meltzer, you might not trust his news sources, but he is a great historian of wrestling. Oh, absolutely! And he just put Pat Patterson in um, such a great context for me, even as a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, just thinking about how influential he was in his time, how influential he was behind the scenes with WWE. Yes. You talk about him being a finished guy. There's probably so many moments and storylines and great memories that we have of wrestling that we don't even know are because of Pat Patterson. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of one of the most interesting parts of his legacy, um, you know, and so varied. Such, such a great in-ring performer, such a huge backstage behind the scenes presence in so much of the wrestling uh, boom period. Um, he was a mentor to The Rock. Yeah, it was it was him, Pritchard, and Vince sitting around this pool, right. Vince's pool, booking. I mean, that's what they did. They just those three. Yeah. They booked the late '80s and early '90s. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, The no, Rock. I'm, yeah. If he didn't point at The Rock, 
during a tryout and say, that guy's going to have a huge future. <laughs> Literally, the world would be different. Right. You know, not just the wrestling world, but the world right. itself would be different. So that's what we have to thank Pat Patterson for. Uh, and this match, you know, he gets the credit for putting this match on the map, for having the idea for it. It's probably every wrestling fan's favorite match, if you really go down to it. You know, we might say, oh, we love ladder match, we love Hell in a Cell, blah, blah, blah. Every wrestling fan, casual, hardcore, we all get pumped for the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. It is just, even the bad ones are still fun to watch and so exciting. And we have him to thank for that. So I love that. I'm excited we get to watch this to celebrate him tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I will recommend, I listened to it today, uh, Bruce Pritchard's tribute to Pat Patterson on his podcast. I don't regularly listen to his podcast much these days, but this was really, really hilarious and fun. It's just Bruce... He doesn't even like talk about. It's not the typical Bruce Pritchard podcast. Right. He just tells funny ribs and stories from Pat Patterson for two hours. No commercials, uh, so no. Uh, it's just two hours nonstop. Uh, I was laughing out loud in the car. Pat Patterson just seemed like also, <laughs> like you, like you said, Travis, just one of the nicest, uh, one of the funniest, most hardcore ribbers mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, uh, just what a great guy all around. Yeah, and you know, to, to piggyback on what you said too, there just I, I think it was a Triple H conference call, maybe before or after War Games this past weekend. He was talking about how he tells guys in the PC, you may have never met Pat, but you've been influenced by him because of like this place wouldn't be here for Pat Patterson, and Pat spent a lot of time down there um, too, and just you know, his hand, his fingerprints on everything. And J- Chris Jericho has gone on record how many times, thousands of times, saying he didn't know how much he didn't know about wrestling until he met Pat Patterson. Like he learned more just, just talking to Pat than anybody else. Like he's like, you know, I learned a lot from Sean, but Pat taught me more than anybody else in wrestling. And Jericho's already a veteran when he got to WWE, you know, wrestling for 10 years already. So um, just that says a lot, uh, an icon and a legend like Jericho can say that, you know, and guys like Triple H and Flair, they'll all say stuff, but yeah, not a bad word said about him, but, Thank God for Pat Patterson because he created the Royal Rumble. We can enjoy that here tonight <laughs> together. So, And that will be our tribute to Pat is enjoying his creation here, Royal Rumble 2017. We will give you the timestamp for Undertaker's final Royal Rumble performance here to watch along with us. But uh, we will make it just as entertaining if you can't watch along with us. Uh, but there are actually a couple of things to talk about before the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, we last left off with WrestleMania 32, The Undertaker maintaining, well, not maintaining, the streak's over, but uh, but he uh, added to his WrestleMania record. We'll say there that, you go, yeah. Uh, by defeating Shane McMahon inside Hell in a Cell. And as you remember, he's not going to be super active uh, for a while after this, but a couple of footnotes that we need to get to, Travis. So why don't you take us back? Uh, we alluded to it a little bit on last week's show, but just remind us exactly what happened the night after WrestleMania 32 and those huge consequences of yeah. this match that was for control of the company versus the Undertaker's career. And, you know, Shane McMahon had to come out and say farewell to everyone because we would never see him again. That's true, man. Yeah, he comes out on Raw April 4th. Um, and just a crazy Raw. Vince comes out, opening the show, gloating about how Shane lost. And uh, 
Shane comes out, like you mentioned last week, just a couple bruises, that's it. Just couple, leaves on a medical cart, comes out with no bruises, so that kind of sucked already. But comes out, shakes Vince's hand, says, you know, goodbye, and then all of a sudden, his dad, Vince, just throws two months worth of storyline into the toilet and says, you know what? You can run Raw tonight. He, he kind of justifies it <laughs> by saying that Shane tried to upstage him last night by jumping off the cell, so he's going to see if he can upstage him by... He knows he's going to put Raw on the toilet when he when he runs it. So here you go, Shane. You're in charge. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me he did not just say that. Exactly. I mean, come on. Oh. It's it's just, I don't even know what to say. I mean, we kind of said it all last week. It, it just yeah. makes that whole match just a moot point. It it's comes just, undone, man. Just, yeah, man. Yeah. Like that giant spot that Shane did. <laughs> He just walks out the next night. I mean, yeah. Pat McAfee is selling war games more than Shane McMahon yeah. sold Hell in a Cell. Pat exactly. McAfee had a neck brace on on his, show. on his radio show, podcast, or whatever. Oh. Shane McMahon just got a little bruise on the side of his yeah. face. He got stretchered out. I know. <laughs> he's just, just a flesh wound. Well, just uh, by the yeah, flesh wound. Yeah, he's, he's in control of Raw anyway. Yeah. Awesome. They didn't even wait a month. Or two months, they didn't even Dude, have less like, than twenty four hours. Some sort of extra stipulation in the contract. It's just Vince well, like, ah, forget it. <laughs> yeah, it's a new a new day, a new year. Nobody's gonna remember last night. So, but Vince yeah, I don't did know. say he did say he got control of that lockbox. He and, did, and he, and he put it away so <laughs> no did. one could ever see it. So, and he's right. No one has seen it since then. <laughs> no one has. So yeah, Vince made sure to tie up that loose end two months later. So. But um, that is going to move us into a really interesting, uh, you know, part of WWE history because we're going to resplit uh, the brands. I guess they've been back together for a couple years now, and you know, we talk about the history of WWE and how Taker factors into it. So in July, SmackDown goes on Tuesday and becomes live, and Shane becomes the commissioner, and Daniel Bryan is the general manager, which is crazy to think about. But um, this is one of my favorite times in SmackDown history. I just love, I dig the roster, the storylines, the action, the commentary. It's Mauro Ronaldo and JBL, dude. It's so good. Um, Taker goes undrafted because why would you draft the biggest icon you have? <laughs> I mean, why? The heck. But um, but we all know that Taker is a SmackDown guy. So True. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's. And, that, I mean, it, it was a great time. Uh, so many, some great matches. During yeah. that time, uh, the women during SmackDown were really hot. Just during that time, over, was when yeah. Becky Lynch really kind of came into her own in a lot of ways. That was a pay-per-view. One of those pay-per-views at the end of that year, they had three women's matches. And it wasn't just like for the sake. They all had storylines. It was really good. I really yeah. dug it. And um, just seeing AJ get the title and D- Dean Ambrose getting to run the show. Cena, Orton, and the man. Like, it was Bray Wyatt. It was a great. In that Miz and Dolph having... killing it at no mercy that year. Yeah, yeah should have made, yeah. should have made a minute. Yeah, um, it just, oh. just, it was fun, man. And, and you know, like you said, Undertaker went undrafted, but you know, so did Heath Slater. So they're they're, True. In, they're yeah. in the same boat, but it's, equals it's, on there, and uh, things worked out for Heath. Yeah, he's got kids, and Rhino comes back, so you know I'm a fan. I mean, freaking Rhino's on SmackDown, so I'm, that was great. I'm excited about that. Such though. a good. But run. anyway, that's uh, gonna take us to. <laughs> an appearance from the undertaker. So he actually appears not on WWE television, but he appears backstage on October 25th, 2016. He is in full gear makeup on his eyes, everything. 
uh, backstage at the Cleveland Cavaliers opening night. So oh. Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated uh, reported that the Cavs actually flew Taker and Dana Warrior out to meet with the team. So apparently I followed the, the, the trail back a little bit, a few months, and LeBron actually wore a Taker shirt and an Ultimate Warrior shirt during the NBA Finals back in June or July. So that's apparently where this came from. But you mean you think you got we talk about King Lawler. We got King James here, baby. Right. The Michael Jordan of this era, you know, and then Taker. This was the year they won the finals. Finally, first time in Cleveland. Exactly. Exactly. And Taker is there to open their season backstage. But guess who? Guess who big boys him? (laughs) King James (laughs) doesn't even beat him, apparently doesn't even meet Dude, taker did it dirty what happened there man oh i'll, I'll tell you what happened i know exactly what happened uh, what happened so, i'm so glad you you brought this up because i remember this happened but i didn't remember when it happened but wwe from what i read flew taker out to yeah. cleveland because they saw lebron wear that shirt and they were looking to get some free publicity but they didn't tell LeBron that they were flying Undertaker out there. And LeBron was like, mm, nope, <laughs> I'm not just going to like give you guys free. I-, I gave you free press. I wore your shirt. So if you wanted to do something, like tell me, don't surprise me on the night where I'm working and having my game. So it is, it is big league, but I also, I kind of get it too from LeBron's side. Like they didn't tell him. And that's a surprise. Know what they're gonna... yeah, I know. That's like me getting mad at my birthday. Somebody gives me something. <laughs> what the heck, dude? He didn't see it that way. <laughs> he didn't see it that yeah. way. Dude, that is, they're welcome to fly to Kingsport, Tennessee, or right. Smyrna, Georgia, all they want, and bring Taker. We'll be happy. I will not big league you or show big boy you, like I said. Yeah, show up at work. Come on, man. Let's do it. So, yeah. Uh, you can leave Dan and Warrior in the truck. I don't care. <laughs> But I think this settles it, man. I, I don't think Michael Jordan would have done that to no. Undertaker. So, in my opinion, Jordan would have given him greater than LeBron. Sweat. So, yeah. Oh, all day, baby, all day. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Jordan over LeBron any day. But, but it, anyway, it's just, it's just funny, man. It's it's so it funny. funny. I remember this happening, and I, I, I'm glad I found out that it was that time. So, um, yeah, hilarious. But that's going to lead us to oh, Taker man. is going to actually appear in the WWE. So, <laughs> tell us about that. He's going to redeem himself from one of the most uh, awkward, embarrassing moments of his career from being big leagued by LeBron. Although he did take some pictures with some other players from the team. They did not get that LeBron photo op that they were going for there. Uh, But he's going to return to SmackDown for the first time in the year 2016. Uh, I guess for the first time since 2013 or so, um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Unless I'm missing something. Um, mm, I may be missing something. It was 15, it's been a 20, while. Uh, when, when they were feuding with Bray, they were on okay. SmackDown. You're right. And Kim and Kane came out. So it was 15. No, he didn't come out. He was on like the video oh, screen. Sorry, he was on the video screen. <laughs> it's, it's his first time working Tuesday in a while. <laughs> but uh, this was SmackDown was back on Tuesdays. Yeah, uh, live. Yeah, Love it was it. live. Um, and this is the 900th episode of smackdown if you can believe that we've done 174 episodes i can't imagine doing 900 <laughs> episodes but uh it's pretty cool undertaker you said it, he is a smackdown guy 
And we all remember Undertaker being in the main event of the first episode of Raw. I don't think it gets talked about enough that he's in the main event of the first episode of SmackDown as well. Pretty yeah, huge like accomplishment. Yeah, pilot, yeah. Yeah, the pilot yeah. episode. So pretty cool that he gets to return to it here. And the uh, – I'm not sure if it was announced or not. They may have advertised it. Uh, but basically Him? he comes yeah. out at the very end of the show. Um, it's the week before Survivor Series – And there's a Cutting Edge segment hosted by another SmackDown legend, Edge. Mm -hmm. And he's got the full SmackDown Survivor Series team in the ring. And they're all arguing with each other. But here's the SmackDown Survivor Series team. You've got AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and Shane McMahon with their mascot, uh, James (laughs) Elworth, on the outside. (laughs) Remember that name? I love James Ellsworth. Oh, Great. My. Uh, Not really. That's that, a heck of a team, though. It, dude, look at that team, man. I'll take that any day. That's great. I mentioned on our Survivor Series 90 episode that that match is, like, the only match of all time with all Hall of Famers. Mm, this that, one comes could close be. as far as Survivor mm-hmm. Series team. Kind of depends on if Shane McMahon Ambrose. goes into the Hall of Fame. Like, you know, the McMahons, they're weird about if they actually yeah. put them in the Hall of Fame. And Dean Ambrose, like you said, you know, he's probably 50-50 at this point, depending yeah. on, you know, who knows how the wrestling world goes if he ever comes back to WWE. But, yeah, uh, or they put the Shield now. in as one unit or something. Yeah. So they probably will but, one day. But, yeah. Anyway, all those guys are arguing. They suddenly get interrupted by the gong and the arrival of the SmackDown legend himself, The Undertaker. And this is his first appearance on this show, or any show for that matter, since WrestleMania 32. And he comes, makes his full entrance into the ring, and he's facing off with six other guys, or seven other guys in that ring, excuse me. Four of them, Undertaker had faced at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them he would face at a future WrestleMania Mm -hmm. with AJ Styles. Uh, then you've got Dean Ambrose, who he faced on TV, and, you know, if things had worked out differently, I could have seen a world where he faced him at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And then you've also got James Ellsworth in the <laughs> ring, so, stacked crew. <laughs> James Ellsworth, man, gave me hope for, like, every little dude. punk kid, this okay. indie wrestler, just to make it, dude. It's you great. talk about a guy that outkicked his coverage. Oh, it made golly, the most of yeah. his opportunity. That's why I, he was such a fan. Like he he was so humble about it, man. It was really good listening to him in interviews. Like I'm happy for the guy. Like he didn't last very long, but I'm happy for him. You know. He got an action figure. He got t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carmella. <laughs> he got Carmella. He, he won the first Money in the Bank, Women's Money in the Bank. <laughs> for her. Was he in a video game? I, I I didn't play the video games by that point. I don't know if he ever made it. Oh, I don't game. know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I hope so. He had a good run. Uh, well, Taker walks up to James Ellsworth. I mean, never mind. He walks up to Shane McMahon <laughs> first and foremost and stares him down for a minute. And again, this is the first interaction they've had since WrestleMania. And the crowd's chanting, holy bleep. Yeah. Um, and Taker says, there could be no better man to be commissioner of SmackDown than the man who has no fear. And Taker does a little tip of the cap yeah. to Shane McMahon as the crowd begins to chant for Shane O'Mac. So they... I guess their issue is all cleared up here. And then Taker goes on to say he is here tonight for two reasons. 
one. WrestleMania will no longer define who I am. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. Survivor Series was where The Undertaker was born. And SmackDown has always been my home. Now that brings me to my second reason I'm out here. And at this point, Taker actually gets interrupted by the fans chanting his name. Yeah. Unlike... Survivor Series this year, when he had to pretend to be interrupted by digital fans, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Taylor says that this year's Survivor Series, there is no reason to fear failure, but if you fail, you will have reason to fear the dead man. Team Raw better rest in peace. Taker's music plays, he gives us the throat slash, and the show goes off the air. So... Seems like Undertaker... I can't wait for Survivor Series, dude. <laughs> dude, Taker is making a point that he is back. He's not just going to be coming back at WrestleMania every year. He's he's back on SmackDown Live. And seems like he's setting up a, a feud with somebody on the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Maybe somebody's going to take the pinfall and Undertaker's going to have to put him back in line. Something yeah. like that. So, man, I remember me and you texting each other after oh, yeah. this, being like, Undertaker's back, dude. I wonder what he's going to do. I can't believe he's going to be back full time. Oh, man, it, it was so exciting to see what was going to happen here. So, Travis, tell us about uh, Undertaker being back on SmackDown full time in 2016, like he, like he promised in this promo. Yeah, exactly, man. I was like, dude, SmackDown was already my favorite overall. You got those five guys in the main event right there. I mean, take Shane out, but whatever, like. Shane's fine, but then like you add Taker to this too, like this blows Raw away. Like Raw can go away. I don't even care. But like I'm so excited, and I was just like, yeah, man, it's gonna happen at Survivor Series. So um, at Survivor Series that week, he um, wait, wait a minute. Oh wait, nothing happens. What's that? He, he does nothing. Oh. He doesn't come back at Survivor I Series. Mean, he doesn't come back Tuesday after Survivor Series. What? But. Yeah. But, he, so, he inspired Team SmackDown to win. He did. That's yeah. it. I Game guess they didn't time. fail, so he said, ah, forget it. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> My work here is done. But, dude, like, it was so, like, I don't know. It's like booking on the fly, dude. Like they, it's like, they obviously had some kind of plan. And then it just got thrown out the window within five days, man. Like, I don't understand what happened. Because he does not show up again until January. So. He, he pulled a LeBron. He just big league <laughs> SmackDown. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Oh, man. But there is another return uh, at, at Survivor Series that year. So uh, William Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg comes back. So we, again, we'd seen him in WWE before, but he comes back and uh, has a fantastic match against Brock Lesnar for two <laughs> minutes. I mean, stunning. Just absolutely stunned the world um, about what happened. And uh, really, really shocking. Again, Shane's return in February was shocking. This was a shocking match. You just never saw this coming. Oh, it was the same thing as far as the Shane return with me. I was not watching it live, 
looking at my phone, seeing Goldberg trending, and then it like full match Goldberg versus yeah. Brock Lesnar <laughs> video on Twitter, and he beats him in ninety seconds, and I was just. Yeah blown away by oh, yeah. again another one of the most shocking moments in wwe history um such crazy booking just completely redeemed goldberg and they've been making money off goldberg ever since this moment mm-hmm. just within 90 seconds they totally yep. redeemed his crappy 2003 run yep. and started milking him for even more money for for another run here as we'll get into their world rumble yeah exactly and uh you know it's funny. I think that match is only two minutes because the actual Survivor Series match between Team Raw and SmackDown was like almost an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was like 55 minutes. Fun. A lot of yeah. fun. I remember watching that at work uh, at, my, at the children's home, but uh, a lot of fun. But that was a long match. But anyway, yeah, it's going to take us in 2017 as we turn the clock forward. So that brings us to Raw, January 23rd. Take us there, man. Tell oh, us about man. it. Well, Goldberg, <laughs> again, he's... Uh, comes out to address the the Royal Rumble, and he says that, you know, I guess he's going to enter it. Um, and this is that they're doing the Rumble in a baseball stadium here. This is going to be at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. So um, really cool to to see them do it in a big place like that. They did it again this year. Did it a couple years since then, but um, really fun. And they're really trying to throw a bunch of mega superstars, big guy names. And, I mean, you got Goldberg in here. Lesnar's going to throw his name in. Um, we see a graphic and we see Undertaker's going to be in it, you know, so just a lot of big names are going to be in it. So yeah, really, was, really cool. Uh, 52,000 people in the Alamo yeah. Dome for the Royal Rumble, which that's, I mean, that's almost WrestleMania levels for yeah. crowd. So they were really trying to amp it up and, and really trying to get this up to that level. This is kind of when they started doing like, um, you know, they would do WrestleMania weekend yeah. and have all the shows and takeover and all the special stuff. They started trying to do this with SummerSlam and then Royal Rumble now too. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's really making a big deal out of it and making it a destination. So really cool. Yeah. But yeah. you know, um, Goldberg, like I say, he comes out and, and then Heyman interrupts him, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, he comes out there and Heyman's, you know, saying, you know, here we go. We got 29 other guys in this match and think of all the possibilities, you know, Imagine them. He's like, you know, we got dream scenarios. We could get, you know, Goldberg versus Randy Orton, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman, Goldberg versus The Undertaker, or even Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. So, of course, that's when Brock's going to come out. So, and again, it's funny because Heyman says Goldberg versus Braun, which we had at WrestleMania uh, in 2020. So, we did. We had him and Undertaker at in the sand. Uh, we'll cover that eventually. Uh, but I forgot which one that was. Bash of the Beach. Crown Jewel, Bash of the Beach, whatever. So, yeah, then um, uh, Brock gets, comes out. You know, he's he kind of circles the ring like a, like, a, like a shark circling his prey. And big Goldberg chants. Brock hops up on the apron. They're about to go at it and touch for the first time since Survivor Series, since that squash match. And all of a sudden, gong hits and the lights go out. And this night, they're in Cleveland, and Cleveland is going to redeem themselves from LeBron's big, big league. And they're going to give Taker a welcome back like like no other, man. He, How about they that just, symmetry? Exactly. It's great. See, I love it, man. I love the symmetry there and just the, the full circle. So great ovation for Taker. He is, uh, again, the lights come up. He's in the ring. So, and uh, – Taker eyes both of these guys. He's, he's eyeing Goldberg, eyeing Brock. They all kind of exchange glances, and then Taker's music plays, and 
they go off the air. No, no, you know, fisticuffs or thrown or anything, but um, really, really cool and really just big time superstars, larger than life guys that you don't get anymore. You know, I mean, this is a moment you dreamed about yeah. 20 years ago that you never yeah. thought you would get to see here. I got chills bumps watching it back this weekend. It was such a cool moment. The crowd was it there is. for it. Um, you know, could have been a cool triple threat if they had ever oh, yeah. found a time or a place to do that. But, dude, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, three icons from the Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era, all the above that never – Yeah. Oh, man, it was just really unique, really neat to see uh, something you had never seen before. Um I don't know. It reminds me a little bit of Sting coming back at AEW mm-hmm. this past week. Just something I didn't know I wanted, but when right. I saw it, I was like, "Yes!" Like yeah. it made me feel like a kid again. You know? Yep, exactly. Yeah, it was it was really cool to see these guys in the ring together. So, and again, it just it really put over the big fight feel this Royal Rumble had. You know, they're really going all out to make it a star-studded affair. So, and but they're also leaning heavily on the legends. Here and the part timers, mm-hmm. so that that could be a criticism you might have for it here. They're not ending the show, focusing on Roman Reigns or or Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt or any of the current guys. Yeah, They're focusing on three part timers. Um, yeah. So again, shows you the direction of the company a little bit, but right, like, I'm still excited for it. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I want to remind you guys, Taker did come back in November and say he's his face is it, SmackDown's his place and he's going to be there and he didn't show up for two more months and then he came out on Raw. So come on, man. Like, <laughs> whatever. But that's going to take us to Royal Rumble, man. 2017. This is going to be uh, January 29th from the Alamo Dome. So this match we're going to cover in a second is the main event. And I just want to say before you watch this match or after you watch this match with us, Go back and watch John Cena versus AJ Styles. They steal the freaking show. They had wrestled at Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, I believe. Stole the show both those nights. Fantastic matches. But this one right here, people talk about the SummerSlam one. I love the SummerSlam one, but this one's my favorite because they never leave the ring. Not one time do they ever leave the ring. You don't need to leave the ring and tell your story. And I love that, man. These guys put on a clinic and this is where Cena won his 16th title, a uh, dirty title to, to tie Flair's record. So kind of a big deal, but instant classic. I watch this match back at least once a year. Uh, I watched it not just a couple months ago. So good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I don't think I've seen it since it happened. So I'm going to have to take oh, your man. recommendation I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, I may weekend. have built it up too much, but it's, it's no, my favorite. I remember it being three. great. And again, that's one of those things. 2000, 2004 you're dreaming about that type of match yes. AJ Styles versus John Cena uh so it was cool to see that dream match happen and we're gonna see some dream showdowns here in this Royal Rumble match uh this is of course the main event here um now is this the first or excuse me is this the last year where they only do the men's Royal Rumble did the women's Royal Rumble come next year Women's would have been in 2018, yeah, yeah I believe. Yeah, so we've seen three women's Royal Rumble. So this is the last year where it's just the men's Royal Rumble, <clears throat> as it should be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Completely kidding. Uh, but uh, anyway, this uh, is going to be the main event of the night. We've got 
Jerry Lawler going to join Michael Cole yeah, and Corey Graves king. for commentary here. The real king uh, and not King James. Uh, but we're going to be your commentary here tonight. So we're going to encourage you to turn down the volume on your WWE network, but go ahead and cue the video up with us. Uh, Travis and I have not seen this match in three years. Uh, almost four years. Yeah. Uh, we know Undertaker's in it. We know Goldberg's in it. We know Brock Lesnar's in it. But both of us don't remember pretty much anything else about this. So it's going to be fun to revisit it here for the first time in uh, almost four years. Uh, you want to go on WWE Network and just go ahead and click on the chapter for the Royal Rumble match. Uh, and it has got a picture of The Undertaker and Goldberg right there for you, so you know which to click. And what are you at, Travis? Two hours, 19 minutes, 40? 40... 44. 44. 21944, okay. yeah. I need to go back a couple seconds. I jumped ahead. So 21944. Oh, okay. Let me get back up there with you. Yeah, I just clicked and the pause button, and then I clicked the, the thing. Yeah. So. Sweet. I am there. And we want to encourage you guys out there to join us. So just go ahead and click on that Goldberg Undertaker uh, chapter or 219.44 if you need to skip right there to it. You should be looking at a live crowd shot of the Alamo Dome. 50,000 people there. Uh, so pause us if you need to get it lined up. Travis, you got anything else to add to this before we get into it? Nope. Let's do it. Let's do it. In the name of Do Pat us Patrick. the honors. Let's go. All right, we'll do three, two, one, play, and then we'll go on play. So, all right, everybody, three, two, one, play. Oh, all right, so we're getting the instructions right now. Following is the Royal Rumble match, in case you're an idiot. <laughs> There's Conrad. Conrad Thompson. <laughs> Got his fat face there. Oh, I love uh, Remember it. the Rumble? I like that sign. Remember the Kurt Ascension? Hawkins I like sign. that sign. Kurt Hawkins was back on SmackDown, too. Dude, this was a Basic great – I'm telling you, this was a great era, man. SmackDown was awesome during this time. It was, man. It was – The, uh, the headbanger came back for a cup of coffee. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Spirit Squad came back for a cup of yes, coffee. Yes. It was great. It was so, only – yeah, it was about a year, a year or so, where SmackDown was just awesome. And then I don't know what happened. Jinder Mahal happened. Oh, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly <laughs> That's WrestleMania right. Sun Kissed sign right there. So let's see who drew number one. That will be our next show that we cover next week on the pod. Yep. Who, who drew, drew number, number one? one? Ooh, swift. Here they come. <laughs> you suck. You sloppy. Man. Your mom's jalopy. Oh, Dude, man. It, what more of a 2017 number one entrant could you have None. than uh, Enzo and Cass? I don't know which one it is because the volume's down. <laughs> Dude, Enzo. It's one of them. I loved these guys. Love the entertainment. There's no doubt about it that neither one of these guys were going to make it big because <laughs> Cass had some horrible, <laughs> horrible problems backstage, and so did Enzo. But look at this. This is ni this is Attitude Era stuff. The whole crowd is chanting with them. They got it going on. I was working at the children's home during this time. We watched this. The kids were chanting every single thing these kids were saying. You can't. Teach that. Oh, no doubt about it. These guys were O-V-E-R, over, um, but only together, only as a unit. Right. They, they tried to push Big Cass multiple times as a solo guy, 
and it just was not there. Uh, they tried to push Enzo, and he, he was did okay. You know, they made him the face of 205 Live, and he was main event in Raw, and, you know, he, he was doing okay, but he is also had some problems behind the scenes and just yeah, couldn't he, get out of his own way. But Exactly. For a while there, man, they were the New Age Outlaws. They were, They were exactly. the New Age Outlaws of this generation, and kids loved them, adults loved them. You put a mic in front of them, and in front of Enzo and dude the crowd was there for it how you doing I mean it's just it's so fun dude like Enzo we would say it to each other oh I still say soup like I don't I just I love it man it's great I'll still say what have we got over here a cup of haters and like nobody knows what I'm talking about but I'll yeah. always be like a cup of taters or whatever dude he's just oh man it was so fun but these guys man I just wish they could have um I don't know, man, put a rain on themselves or gotten somebody would have helped them simmer down now because they would have. Yeah, it would have been fun to have seen them keep going together. There was no need yeah. to break them up. So there was no need to break them up. And what they had to offer was not inside the ring. Let's just say that. Right. You know, it was they were great. And and then the bell rang. Yep. <laughs> like, I mean, this whole Enzo crowd. was like the star of Botchamania for about a year or so. Man, oh, every yeah. every new episode of Botchamania had Enzo nearly killing himself. Uh, but well, cause he that's why they're the number one entrant here, so they can <laughs> yeah. do their shtick. Yeah, exactly. He did not know how to wrestle, but he knew how to talk. And, yeah, sure. you know, that's, I mean, that's okay. there's a lot of Attitude Era guys like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And then everything was over in the Attitude Era because everybody had a shtick. Everybody had a slogan. But it's so much fun, man. These guys are talking for a long they're time. A long time. <laughs> well, <laughs> But you can't teach that, so Enzo's it looks like it's gonna dance. be. Oh yeah, so good. Looks I'll like never it's forget be... Kevin Owens making fun of oh, him though. Oh, at SummerSlam yes. the year before, it's so good. Kevin Owens on that apron. He owned him, man. <laughs> it was so good. I bet Kevin Owens hated him backstage. Oh, oh without man. question. Okay, Cass is pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Yeah, but... good luck with that, pal. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> There's only one word to describe you. Dude, that crowd is that loving crowd. it. Bullet Club shirts. I love it. Sign of the Times, too, because they are nothing now. Oh, yeah. This was like their peak. Oh, kinda. and New Japan is rocking and rolling here, man. Yeah, around this time. Yeah, 2016, 2017. So, Cass, so, he's going to be riding solo here. Probably best. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Ooh, number right. two. Ooh, Chris Jericho, who was in that tag match against him at SummerSlam. That's right. Yeah, Jericho, man, he is so good. This, this is, is where he is. Has he turned on Kevin phase. Owens yet? No. Okay. Not yet, right? Yeah, I don't think so. so I don't Scar think so. Scarface. So that this is him. To my little friend. Jericho, best friends with Kevin Owens, Festival of Friendship, that whole run, which was so good. So they were iconic, fantastic. So together. memorable. Oh, you know what else is memorable? Corey Graves' horrifying hair here. I thought you were going say King's shirt. King's shirt's always memorable to me. I can't Breaking my on, monitor Here's over the here. rule. Two superstars will start in the ring. Every two minutes, another superstar will enter. Superstars are eliminated by going over the top rope. Both feet must touch the floor to be eliminated. The winner will go on to main event 
WrestleMania. It's interesting though they're doing two minutes. Not it's usually true. ninety seconds around this time. It is not true that you will main event WrestleMania. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Jericho looking a lot smaller than he does now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, Jericho's. Uh, he's still the man, dude. I love love he's still Jericho. The man. Yeah. Still a legend. He is the GOAT, as he has on the back of his tights. He is the goat. He is killing it in AEW still to this day, wearing the scarf, much like the man he influenced, uh, MJF, yep. does currently. The January after this, he'd be at Wrestle Kingdom. So this is his last wow. uh, Royal yeah. Rumble as well. So No, it's not. His last real, not the greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> his last January Royal Rumble. <laughs> Rumble, it is, I believe. So Because he is. Look how big Cass is compared to him. If I'm not mistaken, look at that sign. Cup of haters. Cup of haters. Cup of haters. So good, man. All right, big cast going ham on the goat over here. Put ham <laughs> on the goat. Man, I I, I, I feel like Jericho's going to go a long time here tonight. I think like he's a 60-minute man, if I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember everything, but I think he's trying to show off here tonight. Yeah, he's like, come on, Vince, just put me in. Like, yep. let, me, let, me, let me be the guy, you know? And he, I mean, his feud with Kevin Owens, uh, they end up only being like uh, third from the start of second the show. match, I think. Or second card. match, yeah. yeah. That's um, where he knew, like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and it was such a good feud, and and they had a good match at WrestleMania, uh, but yeah, it just sucks that it it didn't get to go further. They didn't get the world title. They they probably should have Sp- had it. They were but, supposed to. Yep. Jericho has said he was supposed to have kept or. Owens was supposed to have kept the title at Fastlane, and he was going to fight him for it at WrestleMania. But then the events decided to change to Goldberg and Lesnar for – that match needed nothing more to it. No, but they didn't. Didn't added it. So that's how Jericho knew, like, oh, I might be done cre- creatively here. So he and comes back for a little bit. that Chris Jericho ends up playing a factor in Goldberg winning the world title in yeah, 2017. Crazy. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? His Ooh, first cha- Royal Rumble. Ooh. Cha, Lucha. Oh, so guys can do some lucha things. There's some lucha things. Good lucha. lucha. <laughs> that was at the draft for SmackDown, I believe. It was in July. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Kalisto. Kalisto still on the roster. Still on the roster. Underrated talent, man. He yeah. was really good. Ooh. he is. I always enjoy fantastic. watching him work. I mean, he's a little Rey Mysterio. Yes, but he doesn't quite have the aura about him but he can do a lot of stuff Ray can he's going well, you know I tell you what if he had been in WCW I think oh, he'd golly. be like one of our favorite guys like uh-huh. he, like he's just as talented as Rey Mysterio yeah, but Ray WWE, WWE doesn't care like they right. don't know how to book a guy like that and they never yeah. have yeah Big I'd say he's overperformed like to WWE I mean he's been a US oh, yeah. champion and Tag team champion, NXT yep. tag team champion. Sure. All kind of stuff. So, yeah. He's not, you know what, though? He's not riding on a lawnmower. So, thank God for that. Thank goodness. So, yeah. <laughs> Big boo from Big Cass. Jericho's just, just a sleeping in the corner. You know. Now he's getting up, popping Cass in the face. Pop a cap in Cass. Dude, it has not been two minutes as we get another no. countdown. <laughs> Here we go, the front row guys, the the long-haired dude, the green happy shirt guy. Yep, I noticed him too. Squared oh, circle t-shirt guy, who's next? 
2017. Joe Mo. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Mojo. Mojo. Mojo Riley. Get he was kind you of peaking what? at this point. He's about to win the Andre Battle Royal Dude. later this year, and it's all going to be downhill after that, pretty much. Him and uh, Ryder, man, Hype Bros. They were fun. Hype they were bros. good together. Pose! <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really like Mojo, but I did think he was probably going to have more of a career than he had just because mm-hmm. of like his charisma. And his yeah. Much like Enzo and Cass, i kind of surprised that it, it, it didn't go further for Mojo. Yeah, he's got great charisma, man. He's, yeah. a, he's a big fan, dude. I mean, he's just annoying – you know, guy, but he's he's a lot of fun. But yeah, he just doesn't have the it. But yeah, dude, this time him and um, I don't know if he had turned on Zack Ryder or not at this point or what. But like, him no, and Ryder no, were tag teams good. in SmackDown, and the tag team division in SmackDown was on fire, dude. It was them and uh, the Usos were kind of rejuvenated and a blast. And you got Rhino and Heath Slater, and man, it's so much fun. Like I said, the Headbangers came back. You got all kind of cool stuff going on there. I know you don't listen to. Uh, Ryder and Hawkins podcast, but Ryder, he uh, he doesn't he likes Mojo, but he hated teaming with Mojo. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, exactly. he talks about that. On, like he's so glad when the hype bros was over. It has <laughs> not been two minutes. It's been thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Who's next? Oh, Jack Gallagher. What? Love me some Jack Gallagher, dude. He is no longer with the, the company because of things. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> Look at this guy running down with an umbrella and some dainty little pants. Let's put this in perspective, too. He is on 205 Live. He's not on Raw, not on right. SmackDown, not on NXT, not on the main roster, but he's on the Cruiserweight show that had launched six months before this, I guess. Well, they had the purple ropes on Raw. They had like a segment each week. You're right. And he was on, but he wasn't like, but they were, they were still separate though. They weren't, they had no crossover with the main roster guys. They had their own little segment each week. It was like, but yeah, so you're right. I mean, he's, he's in his own little pocket of the company, but he's over like crazy. He was over. That's the point you're getting to. I'm assuming it was like, he, he makes sense here. As he gets the umbrella out. Jericho's to waiting for it. Yeah. Oh, He's gonna open it. <laughs> Jericho's a, spinning it spot, by <laughs> Drop kick. Now that umbrella is about to get over even more. Dude, he was he had a great gimmick here. He did during man. this time. He was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. Just oh a tiny gosh, guy. He had some great matches. Like 205 Live. You talk about SmackDown being awesome. I loved 205 Live for the first watched, year or so. I watched, I watched it every it week. live every single Tuesday Me night. Me It was incredible, man. They had they were in their own world. They had their own storylines. Um, mm-hmm. So many talented guys with uh, Austin Aries and Neville, Jack Gallagher, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak. No, oh, Ali, yeah. Left to their own devices, you know. It was a blast. Who's next? It was Who's a blast. it gonna be? Oh, Mizark. Oh. Somebody gonna get the wig split. That's all. Yeah, I'm they are. Texas born, Texas bred, the world's strongest man, baby. Look how hype he is. Yeah, Let's he go. Is. Now. Let's go. Correct me if I'm wrong, Travis. Is this the year where they had the ring carts that they didn't show on TV here at the Alamo Dome? 
Ooh, I, I think the big the ramp was so long, the big guys would jump on a golf cart real quick. They may have and drive them to the ring. There's footage, like cell phone footage of it, but they don't show any of it on TV. That may be the case. I can't I remember. I think this is the year they did that. That sounds like it though. Get in the ring, Ms. Ark. Mark Henry basically retired at this point. Definitely not doing. Yeah, he's not too a full time performer at this point. Yeah. yeah. There's a picture of me in the audience, Mr. Bean. Dude, Jack Gallagher, the headbutt. It's just a great spot. Oh, hmm. now, through Jack went out through the ropes, not over the top. So he's yep. native for those of you watching for the first time. Texas is on getting his spots in with headbutts. That's, right. that's probably why he's here tonight. Yeah, that's it. He's just there in Texas getting a paycheck. I bet he got more money for this night than I make in a year. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. I'm probably not. It's crazy. And you, of course, are a big fan of his uh, radio show. Oh, here comes, here comes, here comes Jack. <laughs> With the umbrella. umbrella. Not yeah. tonight, oh. pal. <laughs> there he's gone. Yeah, first elimination, right? That is the first elimination of the night. Is Jack Mojo Gallagher. still in here? Yeah. Yeah, busted open radio is a lot of fun. Listen to the podcast version. I don't have time to sit from three to or from nine to twelve every day and listen to it, but um, it's very fun. He, him, him, and uh, Mark, well, excuse me, Bully Ray give great insight. So, Braun, this is where Braun is um, coming into his own, or they're trying to make him come into his own. He's been a main event staple, kind of. That's right. Pushing yep. him to the main event, and I did not care for it. Yep. Jericho I like believe. him a little bit better now than I did back then, but man, ugh, was not was not feeling the brawn mega push at this time. What does that sign mean? There's some Braun Strowman signs. Yeah, something yeah. like it. Um he had his own segment on Raw Tweet too, where he would just squash a guy. That's where Jack right. Gall I mean uh James Ellsworth got his start. A squash match with Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman. Yeah. Right. He would squash somebody, and Nia Jax would squash somebody every yep. week. Same exact segment. Leather rinse, repeat. All right, Braun's about to get done with the height. Oh, uh, yeah. Gone. It's about to get the diesel push, I think, feels Ooh, like. Oh, my. Maybe golly. not. That was a stiff shot. Oh. Cast with a big boot. Strowman knocks him to the floor. Kalisto. Oh, Kalisto. Him and Strowman had a little feud. They had a dumpster match, if you remember. They did a dumpster match. <laughs> that Kalisto won. And, yeah. Kalisto won that. It was crazy. Dumpster and fire match. He goes See ya. Oh, catch him. What the heck? Yeah, so Kalisto's out now. Good grief. All it's right, nice here we go. a nice big early showdown. And you know what's in real life? Mark Henry helped scout Braun Strowman to bring him into the company. So oh, kind of cool. cool for them there to have that in the ring together. So pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, he's a big uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, big for him behind the scenes, Mark or Henry is. So helped him get there, helps him discipline. And, oh, it's going to get the cat there. It's him over. Oh. oh. So four eliminations back to back to back to back. In about two Strowman. minutes. Chris Jericho still on the outside. Yep. Not eliminated. Now, I didn't get to say this for Jack Gallagher earlier. What do you think of his uh, chest tattoo? 
Oh, it doesn't matter because they'll never be on TV again. So, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, man. It was very interesting. They were turning Sami Zayn. He'd come back recently, if I'm not mistaken. I, as much as I hated Braun Strowman during this time, I have freaking loved Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. And we talked about seeing him in NXT at that house show. He was like the best baby face that NXT ever had, man. So great, man. Such a great performer. Great baby face, great sympathy. Just had you with him for everything. And it's funny how when he turned heel at the end of 2017, if I'm not mistaken, um, that uh, I had no idea he was going to go on to be an even better heel. Like, it was crazy to me. He is so so annoying, so obnoxious. It's fantastic. But, yes, baby face Sami Zayn. One of my favorite just get-behind-me characters yes. ever. Just easy to get behind. Like Daniel Bryan, you know, just easy to get behind. Daniel exactly. Bryan's a great heel, too. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, um, Planet's champion. That are, the Planet's champion. Planet's champion. Yeah. Planet's champion. Yeah. Yeah. So Braun and Sammy, they had some a feud, too. Um, they didn't have a dumpster match, but... No. But this is a good little... Uh, break spot in the rumble here is we, or, or reset moment as uh, we got Zayn and Strowman having a little match. The Giant versus the uh, the plucky young babyface trying to chop him down here but getting demolished by Strowman. And like I said, Jericho still on the outside just kind of taking a little breather. Taking a little breather. Here we go. It's been 40 seconds. Somebody else was coming in. Three, two, one. Two minutes my butt. Yeah, exactly. Who's it going to be? Well, oh, Big Show Strength. Show Big Strength. <laughs> is the Big Show Show. We cannot get away from this guy. Nope. God dang it. Go on the future dark match main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Main event of WrestleMania 20 years apart. That's crazy. Yeah. A guy with a lot of history with Braun Strowman, or future history. Future history, yeah. Back to the future, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I really dug their matches together. This is, you know what, though? This is smart booking to put Braun in there with Mark, Henry, and with Big Show here. Um, pretty smart stuff. You know, yeah, it's if interesting looking do... back at this match three years later and thinking about where Braun Strowman has gone and yeah. how hard they pushed him so many times and finally winning the universal championship this On year, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. Basically because of COVID. Uh, yeah. and then, but, it, but it's cool looking back and seeing this and seeing them setting the groundwork. Yep. They were, I tell you what, it was a slow burn because yeah, it was. he probably should have had the title before he had it this year, maybe in 20, maybe into 2017, early 2018. But, um, I feel like the ship kind of sailed, for him to get it this year, 2020, he didn't do too much with it. But, you know, he's he's an, he's a spectacle. He's a, an attraction. He's like a big show or a, not an Andre, but, you know, he's got a presence about him. And, you know, something's going to happen when he's on the screen. So, And he had hair back here in 2017. He had hair. Both these guys got into much better shape nowadays. Have Good point. Both yep. these guys. So. Ooh, oh, big choke, choke slam. From the big show. Get in and try to take out his former part. Oh, that's right. Codebreaker. Former uh, triple threat opponents of the Undertaker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Knockout punch. Just goes to sleep. <laughs> it's such a good. 
<laughs> it's so good. Big show with the tombstone. Nope. Uh-oh. Sami Zayn's asleep. Uh-oh. Braun's going to try to put Big Show out. Wow. He's got him up all the way. No assist. Nope. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Uh-oh. What's happening? Uh-oh. Uh, Flubby Dub. Flubsky. Braun's trying to throw him over. Big Show's saying, no, not me. I've been here before. 2004. Not going to happen again. Oh, but, but he Braun's, does. He does. But he lands on his feet, and he can't believe it. I can so believe Braun it. So Braun eliminated Mark Henry. Five eliminations. And the Big Show. Sort of a yeah. passing of the torch moment right there for Strowman. Exactly. So we've got, if you're not watching, we've got Strowman, Sami Zayn, still number left, 10. Chris Jericho, and number 10 is number 10. The perfect 10. The perfect 10. Gavin Spears. Oh, wait. What's his name back then? Ty, Ty Dillinger. Dillinger. The man who'd go on to AEW for an opportunity and have one match on pay-per-view. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe two. And look, let's give him credit where credit's due. He's over right here. Oh, yeah. The crowd was kind of dying for this. This was He's still pretty a... much the peak of his career right yeah. here. Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10, had the 10 chance, comes in at number 10 in the Royal Rumble here, gets to shine for a moment. Uh, he's the first surprise entry of the night. Uh, I, guess, I guess Jack Gallagher was a surprise. Uh, but uh, he's an NXT superstar at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, had not come to SmackDown yet, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my positives for Ty Dillinger. He was fun to watch. I wish he got more of a chance on SmackDown. He had a quick run there when he first came out. Uh, a lot of fun stuff, good matches, but um, just again, he was kind of a one-trick pony, I guess, in Vince's mind. All he had was the ten thing. There was nothing else. But I saw some future for him. But you know, it's what it is. And he's married to Peyton Royce, so got that going. So he's got for him. that going for him. Yeah. He'll be fine. She's in she's in WWE still, and he's in AEW. So him and Sami Zayn are going to try to double suplex Braun Strowman here, which I'd probably advise against. <laughs> oh! And after the fastest two Boom. minutes ever, we're getting another entrant here. That was like we should set a timer. This is ridiculous. James <laughs> Ellsworth. <laughs> of James. course. He's got Carmelo by his side. He's got his T-shirt on. Good for him. Uh, GFY, buddy. GFY. I mean, seriously, this guy's about to be in a Royal Rumble, dude. Do you understand that? And this look, this history right here. So it's Survivor Series in 2016. He held um, Braun Strowman's foot, if I'm not mistaken, to have him get counted out, which helped the Team SmackDown, led to Team SmackDown winning. So there's history here between these two. And you knew it was going to happen. You were watching. You were were like, you know James Ellsworth's coming out in the Royal Rumble at some point. He's got his face all over Carmella's pants. Yeah. He didn't get in Carmella's pants, but he got his face on Carmella's pants. There's a sign that says, hire Matt Riddle. That's interesting. Because he's there now. He is there now. Selling bro Oh, my gosh. Sami Zayn and Ty. They're trying to get Braun out. His feet are dangling. His boots are huge. He stays alive. Stays alive. Skins the cat. And Ellsworth still outside. Has not gotten in the ring yet. Nope. So Ellsworth never got a WrestleMania match, but he did get to be a Royal Rumble entrant. So it goes down in history for that, at least. 
Well, you know, I'd say his career has been F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. <laughs> it's time for Kurt Hawkins, I got signed says. Okay, it's been a minute and 27 that. seconds, by the way. Just FYI. It's time for Here Dean. He is. Not Dean Malenko. Congratulations to him and Renee having a child. That's right. I hope Future he... Future AEW champion. That's right. And he had just recently been the WWE champion on SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right before this. He and AJ, right? um, he lost it to AJ, and then they feuded a couple more months, and then they and were... James these... Ellsworth was a part of that storyline. Yeah, James Ellsworth was part of the storyline, and it was fantastic. TLC match where AJ's pants ripped in half and his butt was hanging out. That's right. That's a great spot right there. Ambrose just fed him to the wolves. <laughs> so yeah, good. that was good. Dean, man. Dean was fun to watch. I'm glad he, he got was. to shine by himself on SmackDown without Seth and Roman. And Chokes. <gasps> oh! oh. James Ellsworth got choke slammed straight <laughs> to the floor out of the ring by Braun Strowman. He's going to have a bruise on that side of that oh. hip, I think, tomorrow morning. Yeah, his left hip is purple, black, and neon blue. Oh! Yowza. Golly. James Ellsworth, in and out. So Dean's trying to throw out uh, Braun Strowman. Still in the ring, Todd Dillinger, Sami Zayn, and Chris Jericho outside the ring. Another future AEW World Champion. The first and second AEW World Champions in the Royal Rumble match at this point. Yeah, man. Three out of five guys in the ring are, are future AEW superstars. Yeah. That's funny. The game, which wasn't even a thing until two years later. Yeah, um, no. Not even close. No, man. So, uh... Oh, God, I was, I was gonna <laughs> try to how, fill some time, but we've already got another person How's it been? There's no way. No way. Who's next? This is the wackiest time. Yeah, this is not real. Is this is, uh... No. Oh, the future king of the there ring. There he is. The, the lone, lone wolf. wolf. Baron Corbin, SmackDown Live's Lone Wolf. I like that he got his chance to shine on SmackDown. And Braun, he's really the center of attention here for this really section is. of the match. They, they keep He's like the guy that's meeting everybody in yeah. the ring here. Um, man, tell me what you thought of Baron Corbin back at this time with the long hair, the t-shirt, the Lone Wolf character. I dug his stuff, and we, we talked about it a little bit last week. I, I know you've not ever been a fan of his, but I dug his... his um, his initial NXT run where he would just beat the crowd would count down the seconds and see how fast his match would be. That was a lot of fun. That was a cool gimmick. Um, I dug his start here. He, he still had a ways to go um, on the mic and in the ring, but I was kind of glad they were giving him a chance. I didn't know what else he needed to do in NXT, so I was glad that he got a chance here. Um, I tell you what, man, he is great at making you hate him. He's a great heel. I don't see him ever being a babyface, ever. He's too good at being a heel. And he, he gets you that what they used to call X-Pac heat, you know, that go-away heat. But I tell you what, man, if he gets you to boo him, and he just threw out Braun Strowman right here. Wow. So, big push. I did not see that coming. Nope. He had won the Andre Battle Royal the year before, if I'm not mistaken. And he had not yet blown the money in the bank. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite moments in SmackDown history. I laughed so hard that night. Uh, yeah, I, I, I dug 
him in NXT a little bit. I thought, honestly thought he gave off some Undertaker vibes a little bit in NXT. And uh, I think he talked about on that meeting, the Undertaker special mm-hmm. network being mentored by him a little bit. And I could see that a little bit. But, uh, man, I've just never really gotten into his work uh, as a performer, as a wrestler. I, I do think he's probably the best he's been currently as the uh, as the King Corbin, just annoying heel. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I've never seen Kofi. it in him like the WWE seems to have. As a, Yeah, Kofi Kingston out next and wonder what this spot is going to be on this night. Yeah, I don't remember his uh, Roman spot. So, future WWE champion. Now, would you have believed that if someone told you that in 2017? Nope, not even close. Not a chance. I don't think I would have either. Because Dean already was one at this point. Where the heck is Jericho? So he's going to be the Iron Man. As much, but he's not doing anything. I think he's he under just, the ring, like eating a grilled cheese. He might be something. Maybe recording a Fozzie album. Drinking, uh, yeah, recording Talk is Jericho with I think Dennis Judas came out. Judas came out this summer, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in 2017. Is it that old? I think it's three or four, it's, maybe it's 2018, but it's it's been out for years. It's just that's funny, huge. Yeah, it's huge later on, but anyway, bro, I remember listening to original first when they were time cover band. Fozzie songs. Yes. At your house mm-hmm. on Napster. Napster. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember his videotape. Eat the rich. The... Eat the rich. Eat the rich. It's so good, man. Except so bad, same time. Remember right. his, his videotape I had, and it had him as Moon Goose yeah. McQueen on it. Like, he pretended yes. like he wasn't the same character. It was great. Fozzie Osborne. Awesome. The so Miz. we had reached the halfway point. Oh, my good Lord. Mr. Money in the Bank nowadays. This is my favorite period of Miz because this is the time he came out with Maurice. Dude, this he she came back not after Mania in twenty sixteen. It just rejuvenated his career, man. She and him were perfect together. Perfect together. I will Again. stand by this. Miz should have had the world title during this point. He should have at least feuded for the uh-huh. world title at this point. Because him and Maurice together were. in twenty sixteen and seventeen was money. Oh yeah. I wouldn't be mad if he won it now. I love Miz. Miz I, is great. I will stand by Miz till the day I die. I will wear my Miz WrestleMania 27 t-shirt. Miz kind of getting his time to shine here. He's got the haters, but he is one of the most reliable best guys in WWE over the past 15 years. Doesn't get injured. Doesn't get injured. Doesn't get injured. Is over. Is entertaining. No matter what you put him in. He's doing his Daniel Bryan kicks and stealing Daniel's move because they had done the talking smack thing two That's months right, before this. Which that was, was so just, good. Was was not planned. So uh, I don't like when they make him babyface. Uh, although he tries and does his best, but I mean he's just a he's natural a natural. Heel. Heel. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's him and Corbin man. Like Miz can turn face and it works for a minute. Because he's got so much equity built up with the fans, Corbin will never be able to make it work. But no, not at all. I think Corbin does a fantastic. Corbin's one of those heels that can lose, and you don't like he doesn't lose anything by losing. Like some yeah. heels need to win a lot, but he's he can do one thing, and oh, here it comes here it comes the spot. What's it gonna be? Kofi's gonna oh oh. oh. 
golly, those of you not watching, he is on the LED ring post. He was standing on it. Corbin came after him, and he just kind of face planted and caught himself on it. And yeah. then pulled himself back in. Oof. Right on oh, the bird nice. chest. Right on yeah. the LED board. Now. Uh, my wife apparently is listening from the other room and heard us talking about Miz and just texted me, authentic real world talent. And the uh, <laughs> thumbs up emoji. And then a gif of Miz. There you go. So See? He's a crossover appeal, too. He really is. Here he comes. It's a pasty thing. Oh, man, this guy can this guy can something. Former Rumble winner Sheamus at Who number runs 16. Like that? He looks stupid. <laughs> he looks stupid. They're trying him right now in 2020 with him and McIntyre. And I wouldn't mind seeing them two go at it because they're both stiff. But I got no, no inkling to see him in the main event. That ruins Drew McIntyre for me. But well, but they have an actual history. They came in the same time. I, I, I'm fine with I don't that. Care. They came in the same time together, same tryout, everything. I Do like not the. Want. I like the story. McIntyre can squash him and be done with it. So we all know it's going to happen. So every one of these guys what, still on TV. Sheamus is huge. Man, he he he. Uh, it shadows over some of these smaller guys. Like Which Miz. is funny because in like the early nineties he'd have been like an average size or a smaller guy. You know, it's so yeah. weird. Like he wasn't that big, but he is. Jericho and just keeps getting up and getting knocked down every time. But this you know replay what? of Kofi chest. Oh, oh my goodness. golly! Who? 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 So Hall of Famers here. Who we got? I mean, uh, Sheamus is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm you sorry. You could make a Kofi case will. for everybody. Oh, I don't think in the WWE Hall of Fame. Zane in the Hall of Fame, Miz will be there for sure. Kofi Miz will be, be for sure. Day. Sheamus, Jericho, Jericho maybe. Kofi, Corbin, and Zane are, are borderline, but I wouldn't count them out. I would I say will. not at this point, but uh, you never know. I gotta fill it up with somebody. Whose music should we can't hear? Will be, but uh, I can see those guys going in. We can't hear the music, but I think I know. It's gotta be a surprise. Who it is? Nope, it's a new day. I think it was the. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's Biggie. Antonio. Yeah, Biggie, who's getting his singles push in 2020. They broke the new day up for no reason. Will he be a future WWE champion? I hope so. I think he should be. Yeah. I think he's got everything. Absolutely. I've always loved Kofi. I think Woods is great, but Big E has always been my favorite of the three. He's got... How could you not love this? This. and But see, he could take... Spank in the miss. To the New Day Rocks clap. But, I mean, E has got it where he can... He's like Angle. He can be silly, but then he can just yeah. turn it on and just beat the snot out of you. Yes. And just ruin your life with how big he is. That <laughs> bump, dude. Dude, Miz just broke his neck on that bump. 52,000 people just clapping New Day Rocks while he spanked the Miz should. in front of them. That isn't even a sentence that should be said, but it is. So this is about as crowded as we've gotten. We've got Seamus, yep. Corbin, Zane, Ambrose, Kofi, Biggie, and Miz all in there. Everybody in this ring right now is under 35 years old, wow. I believe, at the time. Well, maybe not Kofi. Kofi may have been... 
pushing. It's, it's close. It's close though. You know, I'm it's pretty this, young. Now Jericho's on the. I'm, I'm saying Jericho's on the ground. So everybody in that ring literally is probably oh, Jericho, yeah. 35 years old there. or around there. I forget about Jericho. Yeah, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Who's coming out? Rusev Day. Oh, I thought Gosh. it was Crush. Oh, I thought man. I saw Crush I on the screen. Died. I thought Crush was oh, coming out. Oh, man. Rusev Machka. There's his wife. Rusev and Crush. Only one of those two people is still employed in 2020. Well, they're both employed. Just You're yeah, right. Not in WWE. Yeah. And the one you didn't you wouldn't have thought. I thought she'd have ruined her chances before this by being on TikTok and wearing nothing and stuff like that. But apparently, that's fine. <laughs> but Rusev <laughs> is now a gamer on AEW. So. And she goes through a table every week. Yeah, every week. Rusev with a big kick. Do now you, you remember Rusev with the nose guard? Uh, briefly. I mean, I it don't sounds this at all. familiar, but I wouldn't have, if you'd have told me what. Does if you quiz me and said what does Rusev have come out with? I would have said uh, a flag instead of a nose guard. So I don't know, but yeah, man, this is it's kind of a, a youth movement here. And again, look at this: every single one of these fellows was in NXT at some point, except for Kofi and Sheamus uh, and Miz. And Miz, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, but. Kofi and Sheamus were in FCW. We're in the precursor. Mm-hmm. True. So, like, I mean, pretty much every single one of these guys, outside of Miz, really, uh, was yeah, through WWE developmental. Miz like, is from really, the older era, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you're seeing that changeover yeah. begin to happen here, uh, which and is really interesting. It's coming from that WWE style. They're not getting them from other companies are just they're building them up there he is the man who should have been WWE champion by now cesaro he and sheamus are a tag team at this point yes tell you what yeah man, they cesaro, had already become tag team cesaro may have held tag titles with more <laughs> with more like a, partners than anybody else he's held tag titles with tyson kidd sheamus shinsuke nakamura like, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Is he held it with somebody else? I don't know. Forget about Michael J. Fox, man. This is Spin City. Exactly. Right with Cesaro. Everybody, Everybody getting an airplane spin. I mean, this is the fourth one. Fifth one. Another one. This is so good. Oh, it's taking a minute to get Big E oh, up. Big yeah. E. Oh, Big E. He couldn't get Big E up. Big, oh, he, he got, got too dizzy. dizzy. That's perfect. Oh. Yeah, Corbin. Corbin get a couple. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. He can barely get him up though. <laughs> <laughs> he got his partner. This is great. Grabbed his own partner. James is like, no, wait, wait, wait. He this is a perfect anyway. Royal Rumble spot, right? Yeah, here. this is great. This is exactly whole crowd's chanting, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, Rusev takes it away. Jericho's right by the referee on the outside. He is just sleeping, man. He's doing the Roman Reigns spot from 2016. Yeah. Where he gets taken out the whole match. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Cesaro has the most, but he's up there. I mean, he's got to be up there, though. You know, Kane has had a bunch of tag team partners. Uh, Big Show. Undertaker had three different tag team champion partners. Yeah. uh, But but Cesaro's up there. I mean, he's one of the all-time great tag team wrestlers. I mean, him and Chris Hero were phenomenal. 
as kings mm-hmm. of wrestling. They were insane. Insane. I love him and Tyson Kidd. They were awesome. There's old Xavier Woods from right near where you live now. That's so, right. Um, the Atlanta my, guy. Uh, my brother-in-law took a picture with him at a Dave Matthews band concert. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show what kind of guy Woods is. Got the cool little boots there. He's uh, Congratulations. He's going to be a host on G4. Dream come true. Yeah. I mean, seriously, think about it. These are guys that are our age. They grew up watching wrestling, playing with wrestling figures, playing the video games, and just a different era than the, the guys, you know, before them, like the Austin and Rock. Those guys didn't grow up with that kind of stuff. They didn't have that technology yet. But um, these guys were living their dream, man. Pretty much everybody in this in this match, you know, uh, is just living the dream from the Attitude Era. You know, they just riding away from that, and they they became what they you know what they saw on TV and. Kudos to Yeah, I mean, it. to take it back to Undertaker, who we have not talked about in a long time here, these are all guys that would have grown up watching Undertaker in his many World Rumbles. And exactly. I, I don't know if any of them would say that's their favorite wrestler, but they all would have been influenced by him sure. and would have been huge fans of his moments. And um, that's pretty cool to see here. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty cool pretty. to think about when you think about, yeah, this generation of guys here. Hey, they're going to be in the ring with him. And, you know, Big E says his favorite wrestler of all time is Goldberg. I mean, he just – he lived for that. He, Goldberg, <laughs> the street, there it is. Oh, sorry. Bray. You know, but uh, Big E lived for that. He's about to share, you know, a Royal Rumble with his idol. That's pretty cool. So. How about that, man? Bray. Oh, man, he's about 100 pounds lighter than that here than he is now. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Number 21. Look at the fireflies. He's going to go win the world title in a couple weeks. Yes, he is. Defend it uh, in the bug match at WrestleMania. <laughs> Bugs on so a- just to clarify, my brother-in-law, Buck, who I went to WrestleMania 34 with, that we'll talk about in a couple weeks, he met Xavier Woods at a John Mayer concert. I, oh. I said Dave Matthews. It was John Mayer. But That's fine. our whole family <laughs> was there, and we were out on the lawn at the amphitheater and Buck was traveling around and he was a little bit drunk, but he ended up bumping into Xavier Woods and be like, Xavier Woods, let me get a picture with you. And he took a picture with him uh, at a John Mayer concert in Atlanta. There you so, go. Who would have ever thought? Nope. Bray Wyatt is a three time world champion in 2020. He held it zero times at this point, two time universal yeah. title winner and one time WWE title winner. That's crazy. And, you know, we talked about Undertaker on that uh, Broken Skull Sessions when he talked about how he's a seven- or eight-time WWE champion, but it's like you don't really remember all his reigns that much. And I think Bray Wyatt's going to be one of those same guys. Um, You know, you said three-time champion, and I was like, yeah, I guess that's right, but... Mm -hmm. You don't even think about him with the title so mm-hmm. much as it is the moments and the yep. and the specific matches and things that he's had. He's not exactly. one of those guys that needs to have the title all the time. Nope. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, let's see. So Undertaker opponents here. We got uh, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. Jericho. Rusev. Pay-per-view. Rusev will be. Yeah. Um, faced Miz on TV a couple times. Yeah, faced Ambrose on TV. 
Uh, never got to Casey Cesaro. On TV, right, right. Here he goes. Not get to Cesaro, sadly. Follow Cruz. Follow Cruz. You know what? You know something I was wrong on was the first time I saw Paulo Cruz in NXT, I said that guy's going to be WWE champion one day. <laughs> like, oh, really? I really thought his charisma and his move set uh, was just so unique for his body type and. Uh, man, I, I just thought that's got future world champion written all over him, and I love the guy, but he's not gonna be WWE champion. <laughs> oh no, he will he won't sniff that water, man. He won't get close there. Uh, he's also from our neck of the woods, from where you he where you live now. So Big E's holding his brothers and helping him back in the match. Looks like oh, the oh bar, no, all at once the bar just took out the new day. Oh my gosh! Ugh, there's that stupid thing I hate. And Sheamus takes out his own partner, tries to. What? Jericho dumps him. Jericho both. takes out the bar after the bar takes out New Day. Uh, I guarantee wow. Jericho closed the bar down later this night too. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the last of that generation where they just still do yeah, that. The rest of these guys in this ring sit there and play Xbox. Uh, which and I'm not knocking that at all. I don't drink so, but Jericho's closing the bar down. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I don't care about Sheamus and Cesaro getting nose to nose. Man, what'd you think of Apollo Crews? Oh, I was uh, blown away by the, his size and how what the spots he could do and just the way he wrestled. It was fantastic. But yeah, I didn't. I thought he would do. I thought he'd be like U.S. champ, intercontinental champion type level, and he has been a U.S. champion, but, you know, it was what it was. So, I have since frozen and timed out. What's your timestamp you got there? Oh, no. All right, let's see here. I am at... Oh, something went wrong with my Notre network. Perfect. I love it. Let's keep going. It's all good. We got Randy Orton entering the ring now, and, of course, this was when he had joined up with the Wyatt family at this point. This, okay, this is where late 2016 is where I started to become a Randy Orton fan. And this is the storyline that put me there. Him and Bray, it was something different for him. He got to show a little more range. And you could tell he was having fun. That's oh, the, he's having fun. He is dropping folks with RKOs right here. And, man, he's, he looks in fantastic shape here. I, I love this Wyatt family storyline. It's great, well. yeah. I don't like how it ended up. No. <laughs> I thought it went off the rails, but uh, yeah. I dug the early stages of it as Orton, he just helped Bray Wyatt back up to his feet, and they are standing tall over everyone here. So we good. We're at 308. Oh, I'm at progressive 40. commercial. <laughs> so, all right. All right, 308. 308, 46, 7, 8, 9, 50. Bray Wyatt tossing Dean Ambrose over the top rope. The 08, 57, 58, 59, 309 even. As we are counting down to another entrant here, the ring getting pretty full. Where are you at, 309? 309, 10, 11, 12, 13. Here to show the world. I'm 19. here to show the world. Dolph Ziggler. I'm at 19, 20, 21, 22. All right, Ziggler. This Ziggles, man, coming Ziggs. in. Ziggs. And, oh, 
dude. I hate to say it, but this is probably the last time he was relevant, in my opinion. Like, late 2016, 2017, the IC champ on SmackDown, having that feud with Miz. Mm, it was great. It's kind of never been the same for him, in my opinion, that, since then. Nope. Really hadn't. But he's still great. He can go. He's he's just that utility sure. player. He's he's sure. He's not going to get his light to shine any brighter. Jericho's <laughs> looks like he's been at the bar closing it down already. He's <laughs> just on spaghetti legs. I don't think it'll happen at this point, but man, a year or two ago, imagine if Dolph Ziggler had like shaved his head and done some something completely different with his tights or his look or something. Like I think that's what Dolph Ziggler needed. Like this whole look of Dolph Ziggler that he still has to this day it's just so stale mm-hmm. to me. And it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And there's a lot of guys in WWE with that same problem nowadays. But, man, I just – he's got so much talent, but it's its so stale. Yeah. I, I enjoy watching him work, though, man. It's its great. Yeah, yeah sure. But, yeah, you're sure. right. He just doesn't have the oomph anymore. Here he is, Luke Harper. Future AEW superstar. That's been an interesting storyline as we watch this Royal Rumble, seeing how many guys WWE kind of dropped the ball on and are now formed the foundation of another wrestling company, which was uh, a pipe dream at this point in 2017. Yeah, exactly. And this storyline with him and Randy and and Bray was fantastic. And I thought it was going to lead to bigger things for Luke Harper. He had that, um, kind of became the number one contender with him and AJ Styles. They had a little bit of a mini feud, and it was just great seeing him get that opportunity because I knew he could do it. Oh, Paul Cruz is out. See ya. So here we go. Him and Randy getting to stare off the dark one, dark order. What was his name? Mr. Brody Lee. The exalted one. The exalted one, that's it. He had me on TV in like three months, so who knows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, AEW is not always uh... – Figured out what to do with some of their guys yet either. Luke Harper just like Harper, like Dillinger, like Rusev, but oh, it's great that they they are able to have a career outside of WWE. Absolutely, Harper was over as a babyface with the fans at this point too. Man, they wanted to see him. They wanted to see him take out Bray. Yes, they did, and. He had some fantastic singles matches in WWE, some fantastic tag matches and singles matches as well. Former Intercontinental but, Champion. That's him and Ziggler at uh, TLC. Mm-hmm. He's going for Sister Abigail. Randy with RKO. Oh, devastating. Everybody's it, just kind of. It really could have been a three-way at WrestleMania this year it with Orton and Harper been. and yeah. Wyatt. It should have been. That match was his to be in, and it would have made perfect sense. I don't know why they didn't just. I mean, why not? It would not? have made him. It would yeah. have made Harper. Even if he lost, it's fine. Even if he lost, yeah. So we are super crowded right now. There's about 10 guys in the ring. Oh, here we go. We got number 26. Brock We're getting into uh, yeah, the main event stage of this Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar with Paul so, Heyman coming out. On Raw, Heyman talked about how you're going to get guys like Brock Lesnar. Goldberg and the Undertaker. Not one of them has come in until right now, and that's number 26. So you know the two of them are going to be 27 and 28 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So they're really 
uh, held all the star power for the end of the match. So, and no Roman and... Reigns. Nope. Yep. I think that is a flaw of, of this Royal Rumble and a lot of modern Royal Rumbles is ooh ooh they save ooh. a lot of the big the big guns the big stars here till the end. I uh, don't think that ooh. was an accident. He just took out Dean really stiff. And Dolph. Right, that payback for that match last year at WrestleMania. Yeah. Suplex City. Lesnar running through guys here. Just doing what he does, man. Yeah, man. You talk about Pat Patterson's influence. This. He didn't. He didn't book Royal Rumbles like this. You know, he didn't have all of the big stars coming in at the very end. Like they right. spaced out a little bit more. And that's a you know that's a flaw of this Royal Rumble in my opinion. Didn't uh, was it SummerSlam 2017 when him and Randy or was that 2016? I believe that was 2016. Here Randy and the elbow and yeah Jericho thought it was a shoot and <laughs> went and got in Brock's face. <laughs> Brock standing tall over eight guys in the ring right now. There you go. Who's number 27? We got four be? guys left, and as you said, Travis, we know who three, three of them are, them are yeah. at least. And here's the one that we didn't mention, Nunzio. Nunzio. Wait, who is this? I have no idea who this is. <laughs> this is the greatest moment. Oh. N- Enzo. It is him. Zo. This idiot Enzo Mori is what it says on my close captioning. <laughs> Cut That's the haters. Look I wish that. it was Nunzio. Oh, that'd have been great. But this is uh, this is a pretty funny spot right here. Enzo, he's here for, he knows what he's here for. He got a cup of coffee with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But he's look at him. He's talking trash. Oh yeah, he's, he's doing a great job. <laughs> what do we got he's over here? Taking can't his shirt even, off. Can't even take his shirt off. He's business time. Gets in the ring. He knows his role. <laughs> going nuts. <laughs> yep. Jericho's just looking at him like, are you kidding me? Ooh. <laughs> he just hate it. He's uh, eaten alive by a clothesline by Brock Lesnar. And tossed over the top rope. That's Hit it. Hit the showers, kid. See ya. So now we know there's going to be, we got Roman Reigns, Goldberg, and Undertaker coming in next. We just don't know yep. what order that is. And we still got Zane, Jericho, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Rusev, uh, Corbin, Miz, and Luke Amber? Harper. Oh, yeah. All Luke Harper. still hanging out in there. Everybody's kind of sleeping. <laughs> yep. <laughs> While Brock is destroying people. Still. Oh, they're waiting. So Who's next? 28 coming out. Which one of those three will it be? Corey Graves just said, oh, it's Goldberg. Here we go. Corey Graves just said on commentary that he has it on good authority. The people that banned Ozzy Osbourne from San Antonio also banned Enzo. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. Well, Ozzy Goldberg. Osbourne whizzing on the Alamo yeah. back in the 80s. Yeah, those of you who missed that reference. Yeah. Goldberg standing so, in the pyro. Man, his first Royal Rumble appearance is 2004, oh. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Here he is in 2017. Yeah, Dude. he only had one more Rumble. He was only there for a year, so that was it. Yeah. 
I would kill to look like Goldberg does here in his late 40s in my early 30s. Well, he was over <laughs> 50 here, wasn't he? Jeez. He had to have been. What a it. man. Yeah. Look at that. This was and just... And he was... Goldberg has his critics, and that's fine. But I loved him during this run. It's he would great. come out and cut promos, and he would just shoot from the hip, and he was not on a script, and he would lose his place, but he was so passionate about what he was talking about. Ooh. Spear! God! The crowd was going nuts, man. He had a great run during this time. Golly, man. Just eliminated Brock just as quickly as he did at Survivor Series. What that a is setup awesome. for WrestleMania right there. Yep. Didn't need title. And they had the perfect five minute match at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Too. It's just like a video game. Yep. Sprint, dude. Finisher, 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 yep. finisher, finisher. And that's exactly what it should have been. So Goldberg would have been 40. Nine here. Sorry. Dude. Again, I wish I looked like Goldberg at 49 <laughs> as I do at 34. Yeah. I would give anything. Oh, a feud. Uh, here are him and Jericho going at it. That's right. A feud from 98 that never got off the ground. Him taking out Sami Zayn. And dude, you know, even if you weren't a huge fan of Goldberg growing up, how cool would it be for a guy like Sami Zayn or Bray Wyatt to be taking a jackhammer? Yeah. Or taking a spear? From Bray Wyatt, even if he wasn't your favorite guy or something like that. I don't understand people awesome. that don't like him back in the day, man. It was, yeah. It was, he was everything wrestling was supposed to be. Just right. in your face, crash, boom, in and out, double spear to Bray and Whoa. Randy. May have actually hurt Randy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Randy's holding his knee, so that's never good. And he's dropping bombs, too, so... See who's next. Who's it going to be? Another countdown. Resurrect the Ascension sign. Two. One. Big Ascension fan in the crowd, yeah. I think we just heard the oh. boom. That's it. Lights out. Lights out. Time for the Phenom. Making his final Royal Rumble appearance at number 29. He won 10 years ago. Can he do he it did. again? 10 year anniversary. Look at the Death Star moving across the Titan Tron. Lightning. <laughs> flames. <The> Death Star. <laughs> oh. Oh wait a minute. He's Lights up. The ring. Takers in the ring. Dude, the showdown we never got Look during at the that. Monday Night Wars. During the during the Attitude Era. Undertaker and Goldberg face to face for the first time. This is awesome. I was Oh, Goozle the Goldberg. Goozle. Oh, Corbin, you heal. Yeah, King oh. Corbin, Baron Corbin. Dude, take your little shots on the Undertaker. Take your little big brother. Yeah, you know, Undertaker talked about this on the last ride. You know, he was just not happy with his uh, shape and his performance during this time. Ooh, as he takes a spear. Spear. Because yeah, when get... he was uh, when he was in WWE, and the first time, Taker was on SmackDown. Dude, look at this. Undertaker oh. just eliminated Goldberg from the Royal Rumble. A tease for a future match there. Definitely had us wondering back oh, in yeah. 2017. Ooh, what's the plans? It's Miz. 
Miz tries to capitalize. Try to yeah, trying to get for revenge. Well, you could have even from like twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, you could have even looked there and said, okay, Goldberg eliminated Lesnar, Taker eliminated Goldberg. They all, you know, were in yeah. the ring together on Raw. You could have put a three way together and it made sense, yeah, but sure. you weren't sure. It's not where we're headed, but Taker's just headbutting fellas. Yeah, he's he's dominating right now. Sami Zayn, Miz, Jericho. Choke slam for the Miz. Good night, Miz. Sami Zayn about to Choke eat one. For Zayn. Sami Zayn got to take a jackhammer from Goldberg yeah, and a choke slam from Undertaker in this match. Are you kidding Sign me? Sign me up. I'll go in there and do that. Undertaker going after his former WrestleMania opponents, Bray Wyatt and the Undertaker. I mean, Randy, Randy Orton. Orton right now. Excuse me. Jericho had been in there since number two, right? Yes, he has. He's been in there since the beginning of the match as number Roman 30. Reigns. Believe that. He's got the he's got the slogan of um, Teddy Long. Believe that. A, a taker <laughs> crossover right. guy. Oh, strapped Ooh. down. Business time. May have should have left him up. Oh, no. As... Uh, <laughs> This is it, man. This is the beginning of the WrestleMania 33 build between The Undertaker and Randy Orton right here as Roman stalks his way to the ring. This will be the subject of next week's episode. This is where it all begins. It all begins right here. Oh, man. And this was something that I know a lot of fans were like, I don't want to see Roman and Taker. I'm like, dude, I, I wanted to see this. I was there for this. I was happy. We got this. We'll talk more about it next week. But, um, yeah, I was. I thought Roman deserved this spot. And I think it was something Undertaker wanted, mm-hmm. too. You know, I, I, I'm sure Vince talked to Taker and was like, who do you want to face this year? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to put over? He's like, it's time to put your boy over. <laughs> yep. Let's make him. Here they go. What's our timestamp here? Throwing hands. We are at 323-52-3-4-5-6. Roman and Taker throwing hands. Roman throws Taker into the ropes. Clothesline from the dead man to Roman Reigns. They're getting center stage here. Jericho gets in a shot on Roman Reigns. 324 10 11 12 Roman blocks the choke slam and a Superman punch to the dead man. And another, another one. one. Oh, nope, blocked by Taker. Gives Roman a choke, choke slam. slam. Oh. Of course, Randy. Oh, oh. Randy trying to get some revenge. Bray trying to get nope. some revenge. Straight right punch. Golly, headbutt. Taker. Undertaker and Roman, of course, had a little history from that brief feud with the Shield mm-hmm. in 2013. Taker's taking out Miz. Good night, Miz. Taking out Zane. Oh. See you, Zane. To the last five. That's it. You're right. Undertaker. Final five. Roman Reigns. Jericho. Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton. Any five of these could have won this match. Yeah. Jericho came off the top rope. (laughs) Taker's going to choke slam him. Oh. Oh, Jericho gets to be the Iron Man, even though... uh, Spent 90% of this match on the outside. Oh, yeah. <gasps> but there it was. Roman just threw Taker over the top rope Huge as he was talking. Moment. Ooh, 
Taker sat up. sits up. Looks at him. that. This is a great stare off right here. That's submitted it to me. It's like, oh, that's it. WrestleMania. Exactly. And he yeah. says, my yard. Roman just said, it's my yard. Roman stands in the ring as Undertaker stands on the floor, staring at each other, one generation to another. Phenomenal. A phenomenal WrestleMania tease and the beginning of a huge moment between these two. Taker standing right there under the WrestleMania sign. Great framing of the camera there. Mm As we're left with our final four, Roman, Bray, Randy, and Y2J. And Corey Graves is changing his pick again on commentary like Bobby Heenan, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, uh, Jericho's getting pulled up by Roman. Roman Reigns, my favorite heel of 2020. Ooh. Could be your favorite heel of 2017. <laughs> yeah. Superman Boom. punch. Good night, Jericho. Oh, man. Over an hour in there. So we got Roman, Randy, and Bray. And the fans were uh, not on Roman's side no. back at this time. No. And I think we mostly thought that Jericho could have won that and gone on to face Kevin Owens at Yep. WrestleMania, that was the thing. Yep. So when he got thrown out, it was kind of like, wait, who's winning this? Because none of these guys have the title, you know? And so I think uh, Cena just won the title. So it was like on SmackDown. So it was like, was it going to be Randy and Cena at WrestleMania or Bray and Cena? It was very right. confusing. Turns out, it's none of those. <laughs> yep. Kevin wow. Owens had one title, Cena had the and other. And both of them will lose them in the next four weeks. <laughs> Three weeks, I think. Four weeks. Roman on the apron, but he's going to get DDT'd by Randy back into the Ooh. ring. And you kind of you kind of got the feeling that we were getting towards Randy versus Bray at WrestleMania, but you, you didn't quite know how we were going to yeah. get there. Like I said, you're just like, well, Cena just won his 16th title. Why are they going to take it from him before WrestleMania? Like, so it was very unclear. Here we go, Sister Abigail into the RKO, nope. but Randy Roman Ugh. retaliates. Superman punches for both of them. Double Supermans. And just throws Bray, Bray over top. Fine. That guy's excited in the crowd. So now you're either going to get Roman Reigns for the second time in three, two years, and the crowd's going to boo him again, or you're going to get Randy for the second time. He won, what, 2009? 2009. Yeah. Oh, oh that RKO was great. Great. Close line. Oh, I That's forgot it. that was it. Randy Orton just won his second Royal Rumble. And Rip. the crowd's into oh, it. Yeah. They're feeling it. They're cheering here, even though Randy's a heel. Because they a... knew it was that slow burn to him turning face on Bray. You saw it coming. So yeah. him winning here was just like, okay, we're getting what we wanted. So great book in there, man. Really, again, surprising at the time because you're, you're so sure you have it pegged. Uh, and they just threw you for a loop. I was very shocked that he won this match this night. Yeah, it was surprising. I uh, I think my biggest surprise was Bray Wyatt wasn't the champion yet. Exactly. So I think that was my issue with it. Um, would have made a little bit more sense if 
Randy Orton would have won and Bray Wyatt would have been the champion and then there was some more tension, but Bray Wyatt still has to win the championship at this point. It was a little bit of a convoluted way to get to the WrestleMania match, but they had a good little storyline going and uh, it was a surprising win to bring Randy Orton into the two-time Rumble Winners Club. There's mm, a replay again, so Roman does not win, but he gets his, his face off with the dead man by eliminating him yep. in Taker's last Royal Rumble ever. So Roman eliminated him, and uh, yep. that's going to lead us into, Royal, into WrestleMania next week. So Braun dominated. And th- yeah, that Rumble sets up a lot of WrestleMania yeah. matches, sets up Orton versus Wyatt, sets up Roman versus Taker, sets up Lesnar versus Goldberg, all there at the very end. So uh, it did its job, you know? Mojo versus 20 other guys in the Battle Royal. <laughs> of course, of course. Look at that. This pyro everywhere. My goodness. Randy Orton's pointing at the WrestleMania sign, which I hate. This is the one time it's okay with me, after you win the Rumble. Oh, of course. Good night, everybody from San Antonio, it says. So, well, that and was that fun. does it. It wasn't quite as, uh, you know, that was it was fun, though. It wasn't uh, maybe as funny as a 97 or something 2001 but it was definitely a lot of fun a lot of a lot of recent superstars in there it was fun to talk about aw for a second so really really cool i agree fun match to watch back uh some very 2017 stuff with some of those mm-hmm. early superstars in there and uh interesting to see how the wrestling world has uh shaken out since that time yeah and uh does a great job of setting us up for next week's episode as it lays the foundation for WrestleMania 33, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, the match that inspired us to start exactly. this podcast three years ago. So it's going to be really, really cool to get to that point next week. Absolutely. Uh, before we get there, uh, since this was our final Royal Rumble that we're going to go over, Travis, uh, I looked up some stats on the undertaker in his royal rumble history that i want to share with you and the listeners here real quick um as i mentioned earlier this is the 11th royal rumble for the undertaker in his history so if you're new to the podcast or if you haven't listened to those we've got watch alongs for all of those other Mm -hmm. royal rumbles that we've covered in the past some of our most fun episodes in those 11 royal rumbles the Undertaker is the only man to ever draw number 33 times in history. Three times. Three times he was number 30. 97, 2003, and 2007. He was number 30 in all those. And he has an average entry number of 19.6 throughout his 11 Royal Rumble entries. So Good odds. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good odds. Yep. Undertaker is second overall for all-time eliminations in the Rumble with 40 eliminations. Uh, And, of course, number one all-time, his fellow brother of destruction, Kane, with 43. I'm surprised that, uh, well, I'm sure Braun will break that eventually. But, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of these records that I'm about to share with you will probably not stand for all-time. But uh, as of today, yeah, he is number two. Uh, as of today, he is tied for fourth all-time in Royal Rumble appearances with 11. 
Uh, he is tied with the likes of Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, and Shelton Benjamin. Wow. Uh, at 11. Uh, but there are a lot of other guys in the one, two, and three spots. Yeah, tied for him. Taker. So uh, a lot of guys that have 12, 13, 14. But uh, he does have 11 with a few other guys. And Undertaker is 15th all time with total time spent in the Royal Rumble at 2 hours, 31 minutes, and 21 seconds overall time spent in the Royal Rumble. That is 15th of all time. It's because he comes uh, in so late. One, he does come <laughs> in very late. And uh, that one will definitely be broken because oh, yeah. uh, Dolph Ziggler is only about five minutes behind him. And then Sheamus and Miz are both about 20, 25 minutes or so behind him. So I'm sure they'll surpass him uh, in a few years or so. But uh, as of now, Undertaker, 15th all time cool. for time spent in the Royal Rumble. And then, of course, he is uh, one of only 27 men to win the Royal Rumble, which is a pretty exclusive club uh, when you think about it, man. The 27 uh, club, the man. Dang. 27 club there for Royal Rumble winners. Uh, one of the most exclusive clubs in professional wrestling history. So uh, you don't think of Undertaker as a huge Royal Rumble competitor. Right. But, uh, he's got pretty impressive Royal Rumble stats. Yeah, I'm surprised by some of those. That's funny. So, yeah, good, ex excellent uh, research there. So good stuff. Yeah, I guess it was Thanks, good sir. to do that on his last Rumble here. So Yeah, you know, we try to tie it up loose ends here try to think about those things as we get towards the end as we keep rolling 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 onto the last ride as we have mentioned multiple times throughout this episode next week will be wrestlemania 33 a milestone moment in the undertaker's career as he faces off with roman reigns it is the moment that uh, in the match that inspired us to begin this podcast and uh, i know that will be a Big topic for us as we talk about that match next week. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Undertaker's performance in that match, uh, the fake-out retirement that he gave <laughs> during that match, and yeah. uh, everything leading up to that. So we will talk about that. We'd love to hear your comments about this Royal Rumble, so be sure to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I uh, don't have anything new to share with you guys, uh, but if you were there, if you were one of the 50,000, we'd still love to hear from you. Uh, just quickly, uh, before we close things out, I threw a poll up for last week's episode, that Hell in a Cell match. I asked you, the listeners, what is your favorite WrestleMania Hell in a Cell match in the Undertaker's career? As he has had three of them with the big boss man, Triple H and Shane McMahon, the Big Boss Man match getting no love, zero percent of the poll votes. Dang it! But uh, the Shane McMahon match got twenty-six percent, and overwhelmingly seventy-four percent of you guys love the Triple H match as far as the Undertaker Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, without question. <laughs> and then uh, want to shout out our boy Randy Turco. I uh, got to do some uh, trivia with him through Sporkle. We did Sporkle team, team trivia. Me and Randy got third place for WWE trivia night last week on the Sporkle team trivia website. Had a blast with Randy doing that. Uh, hopefully we can do that again sometime soon. And uh, just thank you for inviting us to do that, Randy. Had a great time doing that with you. 
And uh, Travis, I know we got a comment on our Facebook page that uh, brought up an interesting uh, hypothetical for us that I thought we could discuss here towards the end of the show. Yeah, this is from uh, Walker Bashara. I'm butchering your name, I'm sorry, but he says, hey, he's been slowly catching up since last summer, and he's really stepped it up, and he's at the end of... uh, or sorry, he, he wants to be done with our, like, up to current by the end of December, so he's got a lot of catching up to do, but, um, he's in early, he's in early 2007, and he said something he was wondering, as much as Taker is treated as legit legend he is, do you think if he had been on Raw in this era and had all of his pay-per-view matches called by J.R. and King, do you think he'd be even bigger? So he goes on to trash Michael Cole and say JBL's fine, but that's fine. But interesting, uh, that's an interesting point that we haven't even, we haven't, I mean, we've mentioned maybe a couple times, like it would have been nice to have JR on this call or like when JR is back and stuff. But um, really, really uh, different perspective there to think if he had been on Raw during this and had JR and King calling some of these matches, maybe even against like, you know, Batista and Edge and like how much more epic would they have been? You know, what do you think? I do think it's a fair point. I think as celebrated as Undertaker is, and, you know, he, he gets this yeah. uh, 30-year celebration of Survivor Series and all that sort of stuff, I do think he would be even more celebrated if he would have spent those later years of his career mm. on Raw rather than SmackDown. You know, he helped keep SmackDown relevant and keep helped keep it alive during those years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I do think his legacy is a lot of times forgotten about. You know, we talked about on the show, we didn't watch SmackDown mm-hmm. a lot during those uh, years, those later 2000 years when Undertaker was dominating that time. And so probably a lot of other fans are probably the same way. Yep. Probably only watched Raw during those times. So it is kind of forgotten about, kind of slept on. And, you know, had JR and King on Raw been... Uh, putting him over and putting him at the top of that um, top of the WWE during that time it probably would be an even greater legacy than it is and of course Walker you just wait because in 2008 JR comes over to Smackdown <laughs> doesn't last True. very long but you it know but yeah it's very very um, very interesting uh, take I, I really enjoy that so thank you for posing that to us so it was fun to talk about that in here too so yeah but yeah keep listening man uh, yeah, we'll catch man. up soon we appreciate it he said he'd uh We've really improved since the early episodes, which I can't agree with more. So, and he enjoyed the Take Her Easy song. So, <laughs> uh, that Take Her Easy song is a classic. Be sure to find classic. that on our YouTube channel if you have not yet, and subscribe to Travis's YouTube channel to get his other original music. Um, I always love hearing from listeners who have started from yes. the beginning. I think that's so cool, and uh, that that makes me so happy. And uh, so appreciative for people who have committed to that journey uh, after it's already begun. I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. So um, thank you for doing that, folks. Um, and last but not least, before you close us out, Travis, want to encourage our listeners to do something that we kind of speculated on last week on the show. Go vote yes. for Game Shaker in this year's Slammy Awards because he is nominated for the match of the year with the Bone Yarn match. Um, he's also nominated for Moment of the Year for the Retirement as Survivor Series, but that one is not a fan vote award, but the Match mm. of the Year is a fan vote award. So how cool would it be to give The Undertaker a slam for Match of the Year 30 years after his Golly, debut? Golly, that'd be awesome. Uh, I think we as Creatures of the Night need to go out and support him for that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I know you and I both have already voted for it, and I might log on to my wife's name or something and vote for him or something. <laughs> we'll do everything we can. So that'd be great to have him win match of the year 20 years later, being the match. Him and AJ Styles probably would have won match of the year anyway um, if they had a, a chance to do it the right way in the ring, but they did a good job what they had. So, yeah, really, really cool. But if you were there at the Alamo Dome, uh, we'd love to hear from you. 52,000 of you that were there on January 29th. Uh, let us know what you thought about seeing and style still the show. And then this, you know, kind of uh, into the into the match heavy superstar uh, Royal Rumble here. But a lot of fun little moments there. Fun little quick moments at the end. Again, setting up the uh, the second end of the streak, I guess you could say. The guy who takers gone on record saying, I thought I should have put him over first. That he should have ended the streak, you know. So we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in depth next week. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe out there. And most importantly... Take her easy. And ladies and gentlemen, there you see the, the hottest new star in the NBA, King James, LeBron James, number 23 of the Cleveland Cavaliers, here tonight enjoying Monday Night Raw. King James, is that copyright infringement? Can I sue? LeBron has taken the NBA by storm in just his first week. But with the enormous pressure placed upon this 18-year-old kid, it's nice to see him enjoying himself, and that's exactly what he did at Raw. Not only did LeBron get a shot of Stone Cold Steve Austin on his phone, but backstage he was hanging out with the superstars, Stacy Keebler and Goldberg, just to name a few.